Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Confessions of a Serial Wife. I guess I should start this at the beginning. Um, I was in a medium-sized town. I'm not disclosing any locations other than a northwestern state. Um, We lived in an upper-class neighborhood. My dad worked several jobs to keep us afloat. Um, One was at a packing house, like meat packing house. He um, was a janitor at a church for a while. My mom waitressed. They were gone the majority of the time. My sister was 10 years older than I was, so she probably should have been my babysitter many times, but I don't recall that she did that a lot. I think for the most part, um, I was on my own, which was fine. Back in the 70s, um, that's kind of how things worked. It was a different society, different area. It was good. We didn't have things to worry about. Crime rates were low, at least we thought. Um, Mom was a little different. She came from back east. She, uh came from an abusive home, apparently. I never saw any hint of abuse, but this story she told were all over the place. From getting her head smashed into the wall while her dad was drunk, and her brothers being, I don't know, doing bad things, I guess. That's probably the most political way to say it. (laughs) Politically correct way to say it. Um, Dad was an orphan and hitchhiked all across the country to come here when he got into some trouble as a young kid, you know, teenager. And his um, foster family told him to go west. So that's what he did. He went west. He came here. He landed here. He was married a couple of times. Um... The first time, I think the story was the first time he caught her in bed with another woman. And back then, that wasn't good. (laughs) Not sure it's all great now when you get your wife in bed with somebody else, but it definitely wasn't good back then. And uh, so that was that. The second time, he actually was married to my mom's sister, older sister, because he's much older than my mom. Um, So that made for kind of an interesting family dynamic. Uh, My childhood was good. It seems like it was normal. Um... I remember having lots of animals and lots of trees, and I was never bored. Dad was a great dad. I don't think I was very close to Mom. I think Mom was borderline abusive. I think, well, I know that Dad protected us quite a few times. I remember having my hair brushed and crying because it was 
um, tangly and having mom get mad. And I remember having my face washed and crying because it was too hard or something. And mom actually hitting me in the face with the washcloth. I remember her chasing my sister down the hallway with an axe because they had a fight and she chopped a hole in my sister's bedroom door. Um, it was a small hole, but it was still a hole. Uh, so there's that. Back then, though, there wasn't um, abuse cases like there is now. So what do you do? You just live with it. We always had foster kids that lived with us usually troubled or um, mentally handicapped teenagers, young adults. The first ones I remember, I think, were teenagers. They were girls. The one gave me a dinosaur. I remember a stuffed dinosaur. I don't remember much about them. I don't even remember hearing much about them. But I know they were there, and I know that they were troublemakers. That's why we had them. Um, After that, we had a man who probably had the mental capacity as a teenager, so it was probably roughly the same. Um... He was gifted though, so maybe he was autistic and just the diagnosis wasn't available back then. Um, So he could play the piano. He could hear a song on the radio and play a piano like there was no tomorrow. He could just play it, what he just heard two seconds ago, and play it masterfully. He was interesting. He had a thing with being naked though. And he would hide downstairs and call for my mom and mom would go down and he would jump out and he would be naked so dad came up with a plan and uh, he said just throw a bucket of ice cold water on him so that's what mom did and uh, amazingly that uh, behavior stopped but I think he had other issues he had Um, behavioral issues where he was angry and he would lash out and he would break things and so mom and dad had to give him back to the state Um, we had another man that stayed with us lived with us he was boy maybe 20 something when he came to live with us and he lived with us my whole life practically until I was an adult he lived with mom and dad he um, he was good no talents he helped dad in the yard he um, was a twin apparently they were given up at birth and His brother was apparently normal, and he he was actually abused, so he came out abnormal, I guess. I don't know. Mentally handicapped. Challenged. Um, 
but he was kind-hearted, I think. I think he was good. Uh, I told you we lived in a decent neighborhood, kind of upscale. We had a doctor that lived next door to us. Of course, this is the 70s, so it wasn't, you know, mansions or anything, but it was decent. The doctor was Indian from India with his family. He had, if I recall correctly, he had a wife, a daughter that was my age, and two twin boys that were younger than us. And he was a pediatrician or something. He was a doctor for kids. So he uh, saw a lot of kids, was gone all the time. I played with his daughter nonstop. I was over there all of the time. Mom and dad were always gone. My sister was always gone. Um, so I was always at their house. I lived there. I had the little dot put on my forehead during prayer time, and I wore the scarves with them, and um, it was a good relationship. I loved them. I was part of their family. And one day when I was over there, we were in the family room watching TV or playing or something, and they had a little bathroom off of the room. And so I just went into the bathroom, and it was a long an elongated bathroom where you walk in and you just almost touch the sink. It was very narrow. And then you turn and go to the bathroom and it had one of those um, pocket doors that slide. And so I went in and slid the door closed and went and sat down to go potty. And pretty soon the door slid open and her dad walked straight in to the sink and just looked in the mirror and started messing with his eyebrows and his hair and just started uh, grooming himself, I guess. And I remember just crossing my arms on my legs. I was mortified. I thought, oh my God. And I just sat there. I didn't say a word. I didn't say anything. I just sat there looking at him, pushing my arms into my legs crossed. I was just scared. It was weird. Um, and then he just glanced over at me and then walked out. And that was my introduction to everything that happened thereafter. Um, I guess I felt like that was normal, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what I thought after that. He seemed normal. It didn't seem weird when I went out there. So, uh. I continued to go back over. I played all the time with her, played with the brothers. We were always in her bedroom. And then her dad started coming in her bedroom from time to time. And I don't remember how he set it up or staged it, but he would always have us laid back on her bed and would always put his hand down our pants. And I was scared. I was little. I was... I don't know, five, maybe, maybe four, maybe six. I don't know, somewhere in there. And uh, so I would take my hand and use it as a barrier on top of my pants just by pushing it into my pants, like pressing down so he couldn't slip his hand under my pants and touch my 
privates. I was scared. I created like a little barrier and I would push it down and he would get giggly and I would just push my hand firmer and firmer into my stomach. Um, I recall that happening several times and as a little girl, I don't, I didn't tell anybody. I, um, I actually never shared this before except for with personal close friends. I've still never disclosed it publicly, so the guy, who knows, he's probably still a doctor, although he would be retired now. Um, so I don't know, I, I it just continued. I was just still friends. I was just still, I loved his daughter. She was my best friend. And so it continued. So, I don't know. Life went on. Life went on, that is, until one day. Because, of course, this was all grooming behavior on his part. Setting me up for the big hurrah. And so, one day I went over. And I actually only remember this happening once, but I guess it could have happened more than once. Um, we were on the sofa in the family room again. And he sat on the coffee table in front of us and showed us his penis. But of course, I was so young, I'm not even sure I realized what it was. It just looked weird to me. In my memory, it seems like it was just round and pink and weird. Although in my logical brain, that doesn't make sense to me. I would say he was probably not circumcised by the way I'm remembering it. And I think his daughter touched it. I think he was trying to get me to touch it. I don't know. I I didn't. And then I remember him laying me down on the couch and pulling my pants down and actually laying on top of me. So his heavy 40-year-old body on top of mine and I was like we'll just say five since that's in the middle I was close to five and he just laid there and I could feel his warmth his skin on my abdomen on my thighs and he kept reaching down and positioning himself And I don't remember what happened to stop it, or maybe that was the beginning. But um, there was no penetration. That was just what happened. So, I don't know, I guess I went home. Everything was normal. That must have freaked me out, though, because that night, I should backtrack my parents didn't sleep together they had separate bedrooms and I slept with my dad Um, I didn't have my own bedroom so that night when I was going to bed I went to the bedside dad was already in bed and I told my dad what had happened and I think that he thought I was making it up don't remember feeling vindicated or validated or 
like he was going to do anything about it. I don't even recall that he told me to stop playing with her. I don't, I don't know if I did. I, I think I did, but I don't know for sure. Um, and then nothing ever came of that. Life went on. Life always goes on. And you always survive the traumas in your life. It just adds layers. Um, so I don't know. I, I never heard... I guess I shouldn't say I never heard. I never experienced... Maybe I don't remember. That's probably the best way to say it. Because I just... I don't remember anything else happening. Until one day... Dad was burning some debris in the backyard. And even though we were right in town, apparently he thought that was okay. And the fire department came and yelled at him to put the fire out. And so the neighbors were all out in their yards because it was a beautiful day. And Dad got upset and thought it was that neighbor that had called the fire department because they were outside. They were one of them that was outside. And uh, so he yelled over the fence. After the fire department left, he yelled over the fence and said, Hey, what the hell? What are you doing? I'm going to burn. And the neighbor probably yelled something back. And Dad finally yelled, And you keep your hands off my daughter too. So although I don't remember the gist of what he was screaming over the fence, I do remember that. That was kind of my victorious moment, I guess. And that was that. That was all that was said. So I think he must have told Mom. I don't remember ever telling Mom. And I don't know. That's kind of the beginning of my childhood, the beginning what I remember it's kind of my introduction to life I suppose and then it just kind of carried on from there it's amazing when you look back and you think how this stuff just kind of finds you it's like it knows that you've been exposed to this already and so it finds you I told you that he also worked at a church as a janitor and so I used to play there a lot of the times when I wasn't in school and one day I was chaining my bike out front kind of under the awning there was like a big hallway from door to door outside hallway and you know under like the brick architecture and chaining my bike up and there was like a college boy or a teenage boy and he came over and bent down and I thought he was looking at my bike and he said oh yeah that's very nice and I was like oh wow you know this kid likes my bike and then he turned his head and kind of reached to lift up my skirt and said nice panties and it scared me so bad that I took off running and I just ran I ran in the church and was looking for my dad and I told him and I found my dad and told him what happened and of course he puts me in the truck and we drive all over around the church trying to look for this kid and we never did find him but 
um, I don't know, there was just several instances. And when you look back, because of course now I'm 40-something, when you look back, you think, it's just crazy how that stuff finds you. So, on that note, I'm going to end this first episode. Thank you for listening. There's much more to come. Unfortunately, there's much more to come. (laughs) Hopefully it'll be entertaining for you, though. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.